0: Hey there, on this May 29, 2022, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and I believe you're connected to this because you're ready for our Memorial Day meditation, which will begin in just a few minutes. Yay! And uh, we are... Uh, good morning! Good morning! Good morning! Good morning morning to you fine people uh,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. All over the the city, the state, wherever Wherever you may be It's uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend And uh, we've come this this day to uh, uh, remember the wonderful people who have passed on, who have uh, given their lives and service to protecting us, and Mama Bell is going to definitely tickle the ivories in a minute to uh, with a wonderful piece that will commemorate that. But before we get there, I would like for us to uh, uh, begin with our prayers, our morning prayers and uh, thoughts and intentions if you will. Uh, It's a great opportunity for us to uh, uh, individually bring our prayers, thoughts and intentions and and we will we will do that for ourselves a little bit later, but uh, we have at this point uh, some prayers for things that are going on. We've watched we've watched the news a lot, and and I as much as I would like to tell you not to do it, you know, sometimes just uh, watching news to old folks is like you know kids slipping in the in the cookie jar. You know, you can tell the little babies, don't go in there and get them cookies and you know that's where they hit it. And I can tell the old folks, don't watch the news and you know six thirty, unless the hope gonna be you know, their companion. And so you've seen some stuff and some of that stuff has upset you. Especially in this past week as we are still uh, struggling. I like to call it a struggle, Mama Bell. Yeah. I know that some folks don't see the struggle uh, because uh, the world is painting a picture that uh, you know it's it's just the guns, it's the guns and the gun people, and we don't see the struggle that everybody has got. A Good is not bad. That we need to, uh, as I shared with someone the other day, it said it's complicated. How is it complicated? Well, if it won't complicate, it would have been done by now. But it's complicated. Because you got a whole lot of sides involved in that. There are people who believe in, in those guns, and they believe that we need those guns, and there's other people who don't believe in it and, it, and it's complications in our society. So we come uh, not to pray the typical prayers that some people hate, and I, and I say that very loosely, but also with serious intention. There's some who hate prayer, we understand why they do uh, because they feel that uh, we pray and do nothing sometimes that has some accuracy to it but at this point in time we are having somewhat our own individualized prayer for how our response should be in these matters and and how we should approach our young people and our parents and even our teachers that are going off we have teachers and young people and parents and all around us it's just amazing and by the the grace of almighty that none of this stuff has hit our shores or directly I don't believe there's too many people connected to us who uh, may come from a town or a hamlet that. Has faced a school shooting, so we send out our prayers for those fine individuals, and then it's other little struggles that are going on throughout our land that we would like to just send out our thoughts and prayers for. So we can do that. Mama Bell is going to. uh, We're going to do something a little bit differently today, Mama Bell because it's Memorial Day we laid out our prayers and our petitions and what have you. We're going to have my dear grandmother pray for us in the beginning here. Pray for our nation. Pray for our military. Pray for uh, uh, the families that You don't hear most folks talk about the families. You hear people talk about the soldiers but we don't hear about the children that are left behind. The mothers that have to raise the children by themselves. The, uh, the grandmother that has to watch as her baby goes off to war. She has to stand by idle, wondering and praying and hoping. All of those little intricate details are just missing. Unless you are directly connected to a military family, you don't really know the the ins and outs of the struggle if you will. And so my dear grandmother will will pray over our nation this morning and over the military who protect it. And then afterwards Mama Bell, it'll be a wonderful time for you to go and bang on the keys.
2: And then we will move forward. <laughs>
3: Thank you. bless the lord oh my soul and all that's within me bless his holy name bless the lord oh my soul and forget not all his benefits most holy and all wise father we thank you this morning we thank you for another opportunity dear god to come to say thank you we thank you god we have a beautiful day the sun is shining and you woke us up with health and strength, and we thank you. And as we come this morning, God, we first ask you to forgive us for anything that we said or done or acted in any way that wasn't pleasing in your sight. And God, teach us how to love, root us, and ground us in your love, God, that we might be them shining lights in this dark world. Gracious Father, we pray this morning. We pray for we, we families everywhere. You know the heartache. You know the disappointment. You know the stress. You know the aggravation, God. You know it all, God. And God, we commit it all to your hands. And we are asking you this morning to look down on your people. Thank you, oh God, and help them to look up to you, knowing that you are the author and the finisher of their salvation, knowing that you care about them, knowing that you knows it all, and God, you able to fix it all. Oh God, this morning we're asking for peace. We're asking you to give them peace in the midst of this situation. We don't understand, but, God, we know you understand. We don't know why, but, God, you know why. And, God, help us to put our trust in you. And, God, you say in all things, give thanks. We ask of you, oh, God, just to bless everybody this morning. God, you know the heartaches and the disappointment of these families that went through another tragic, God. And we lifting them families up before you, God. And we ask them for peace and joy and love for them families, God. God. Oh, God, the hearts are heavy this morning. Oh, God, they ask them why, why, why. But God, we trust in you this morning, and saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We praise you. We magnify your name. Look on our nation, God. Our nation is sick, God. You see them, oh God. You knows the heartaches. You knows why they doing what they doing. But God, we putting it all in your hands this morning, God. We asking you to fix it, cause God, you know only one can fix it. Fix it, Jesus, fix it. Fix it for us, God. We're on you, depending on you to fix every situation. And we saying thank you in advance. We said thank you, thank you, thank you. And oh, God, bless us. Bless your people. Oh, God, keep us encouraged. Keep them encouraged. You said be strong and a good courage. And we just said thank you. And we give your name all the honor, all the praises, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and Amen and Amen. Glory to the new name.
1: (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
3: to all who have died to keep our country free. Amen.
1: Oh, Amen.
0: If I can, this moment, focus your attention very briefly the book of 1 Samuel chapter number 30 verses 1 through 3 excuse me verses 3 uh, through 6 is where I want to focus my attention on do, do dearly apologize uh, I will leave that for you to pinpoint when you have for time for argument's sake this morning I would just like to give you the cliff notes in that text you will read of David a group of his soldiers who like many of our brothers and our sisters are Mothers and fathers, aunts and uncles. Went off to war.
1: Went off to
0: deal with the latest conflict only to return home and find their homes destroyed. This text by fire their families, their close relatives, those that they loved, all gone. While they were off defending the nation, they were off on foreign soil. Back at home, there was distress. Back at home, there was tension back at home there was struggles most of us I believe find it very difficult to understand because we don't fit there. I've spent some time in at least in this last week specifically thinking about uh, A little disease that I discovered is called the self-physiology syndrome. The self-physiology syndrome is basically a little medical term that many inside of the non-doctoral community made up, a.k.a. me. Self-astology syndrome Faces the reality that if it ain't in my world, it don't matter That's human nature, you know It's hard to understand somebody else's plight because it's not mine And in many cases I can understand because you got your own problems You got your own struggles.
1: In
0: every 40- or 20-inch lot, many of our houses are occupied upon. It's full of hell from one wall to the next. Children who are struggling, financial struggles that put stress on the home, How do you keep the lights on? How do you keep food on the table and clothes on the back? There's not too many families that don't have that proper. But then when you add on the stress of realizing that there's someone who's going to exit the house and there's a strong possibility he will not return. I can't imagine what that feels like. Not on a daily basis. Oh, now we are forced to consider that when we send our children to school, our teachers, same. But before our schools became battlegrounds, before our community centers, same, and our churches, before that, we were sending boys and girls off to bases, camps, and hamlets in the woods without a certainty of their return. And that was the struggle from the home front. Then when you take that pair of binoculars and flip them around to the lens is looking in the soldier's face, you look at him and you wonder, He looked down. The fact that he had to put a gun in the face of another boy. And he probably shot him because he was on the wrong side of the wall. But then he looked down and realized that boy had two children. That boy had a family. And not only that, he had to come home after he had to witness all of this war, many of which many of our soldiers refuse to discuss, and we can understand why. At least I can.
4: Who wants to
1: remember the hell?
0: Who wants to constantly replay that in their mind? But then they come home. And with untold stories... They're back into the struggle of society. <clears throat> they're forced back into the world of self Of Self-eological of syndrome. Whatever that is medical term that I told you we non-doctors made up five minutes ago. the desire for self the desire for only what matters to me not considering what matters to someone else how do our brothers feel when they return home from hell to hell when all that they see is somebody fussing at them and pointing things at them and beating them up and telling them how bad they are, what they need to do. Or, you need to handle your child. You need to get this in order. You need to figure out why we can't pay bills. If that's all they hear all the time, you wonder.
1: Why there's
0: a struggle. Why there's somewhere inside that screams out. Why a huge portion of our servicemen make up the majority of our bars. You wonder why we have a struggle with infidelity. Sometimes it's just better. I'm not condoning it, but you have to face the reality that she just open a mouth, do a job, and she go home, pick the money off the nightstand, and we don't see each other no more. Sometimes it's better for them, for self-grandeur that helps them to get their service, services needed or fulfilled, if you will. Let's just talk real, if you can. She don't talk back. She just do her job and she's gone. One trip to a motel over on the other side of town around about 2-3 in the morning. That's all we need. Bring some of that stuff in that bag if you please. One or two grams will do. We hate the sin but don't discuss the reality of why it calls But I like to deal with that. Because I don't believe nobody wakes up and decides to be a drug addict. Nobody wakes up and decides to be a prostitute. Nobody wakes up and decides to just want to go and sell their body or use their body for pleasure. Nobody just wakes up and do that. If you believe that, I must question your sanity. And even more, I must question your desire Your need or your love for humanity. If you believe that people are just that sick, then I ask, who is really sick in this conversation? If We can't see that there are driving forces that lead to this struggle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Then I don't know what else to say. Mercy. And so this morning, as you remember,
1: I would like to focus
0: not on the dead.
1: Because
0: there ain't nothing you can do about that. But I would like to take a few moments to focus on the dying. Because there are people walk around 10 pound boots on their feet and a matching pack on their back with a flag draped over their left shoulder and they're dying inside haven't met one yet if you peel back the onion and get to the allergic and do section You ain't going to find some type of death. So this morning, as we are praying personally, our personal prayer, I would like to believe, should say, Lord, what have I done? Have I been the family member but I need to be. And yes, this is Memorial Day and we are celebrating our men and our women and all that good stuff. And, and I appreciate that. But that war goes deeper than our brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers who fight on foreign souls. Sometimes our struggle is for brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers who fight here on domestic souls. Our police officers. I know that's a hot topic, depending upon which side of the aisle you come from. In some instances, I've been on a side. But they're still human beings. Some of them are crazy, yes. and Some of us are even crazy. In this circle, I know we have acts to grind as it comes to that community of people. But they're human beings, too. And so we come and we pray for them in our personal moment. Pastor Booth is going to come. My dear grandmother has prayed over our nation. Pastor Booth will come here in a moment to pray over ourselves. And I ask, you know, I understand where we are. This is Sunday morning. This is church. It is it's traditional and real. Religiosity is high here. I get it. Well, let me lie and say I get it. Because that's the Christian thing to do, is to say I get it. But in reality, I really don't. kind of tired of I get it. You don't get it. It's hard for you. How can you get something you ain't lived? How can you understand something you haven't really heard? I wish we'd all, and I would like to start with myself. Just stop saying you understand, because we know you don't. I know I don't. I don't understand what half these people are going through. I ain't lived it. I can't feel their pain. I don't understand it. I don't know why they do what they do. But I know who does. I know who holds their pain in the palm of his hand. And this morning, I pray personally, not just for their pain, but for my own. It's me, it's me, it's me, O oh Lord. Standing. In the need of prayer. Would you personally put yourself on the altar this morning at your various places, whether you're at your bedside or in your living rooms? If you can, just bow your heads or Put your nice little pillow on the floor. And just present yourself. Would you do that for me, please? I could sit here and spend more time beating you up, but the reality of it is, I just want you better. I want myself
1: better.
0: And these hard conversations are only a our opening realities to where we can get better. If you don't come to church to get better, then what's the point of showing up at all? That's like a man going to the hospital and still staying sick. What you coming here for? I know why the doctor glad you came here. Every time I run that insurance, I get some money. Maybe that's why the church runs too. I don't know. But I don't like to run that kind of spiritual hospital. Just running your AMCO or uh, American uh, Legion or uh, Medicaid or Medicare, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, just getting my spiritualized check and then you still stay sick. I, I can't be that kind of representative of a Christian. pastor's coming now and we're going to pray. We ask that he takes his time with it. Pray for all of us. And then you take your time. Don't rush through this moment of prayer. If you don't do nothing but start with God, I'm crazy. That's that's a good place to start. That they say they say first reality is the is the first the first end to the struggle. Accepting we crazy. That's not what they said. I couldn't think of it right there, but you understand it. You admit you are crazy. That's that's a good start. Just just start right there. Lord, I'm crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I do. I know I can't admit to these other people I don't know what I'm doing because they can't handle it because they're just looking for me to tell them that I'm crazy so they can have something to talk about. And I understand that, Lord, but they crazy too. We'll start there this month, Pastor Boo You your company, we have set this up enough, now it's just time for us to pray for ourselves. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh
1: Lord.
5: Standing in the need of prayer. Standing in the need of
1: prayer. Yes. It's
5: me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. It's not my mother, it's not my father, but it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer, not my sister, not my brother, but it's me, oh Lord,
3: standing in the need of prayer. Yes, Lord, I
5: need it. Oh, gracious Father, we love you, we praise you, and we come before you as your children this morning. Standing before a strong, living God that knows all. We come naked before you this morning. We come exposed, knowing that you know all about us. The things that we try to hide from other people, Lord God. And sometimes we do a good job of it. But guess what, Lord God? We know we don't hide from you. And Father, we pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, as you look over us right now, and as you see our shortcomings, as you see our faults, as you see our shame, Father, we've come, Lord, and we send. forgive us. We have come short. It was just not that lie or that, or that thing that we took that wasn't ours, but it was some of those thoughts that we had in our mind, even that we we went as far as if I had the strength to do it, I'd do it. Father, we come this morning, and we are asking you for forgiveness. Lord God, thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to have an opportunity, Lord God, that you may show us who we are that we don't have to just lie to the people that we are around, but we don't have to lie to ourselves. You know exactly where we are. And Lord God, you know exactly our weaknesses. And you know our strength. And Father, we just come to you this morning. And we, Father, we lay ourselves at your feet. We humble ourselves to you, Lord God, our Father. And, Father, we pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that your grace and your mercy will continue, Lord God, abiding in our life. You said we're saying about. You say grace abound even more. And, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for giving us an opportunity to be able, Lord God, to be able to witness your glory, witness your power, witness your forgiveness. Father, we pray, Lord God, as we often have looked at others and judged them. And Father, we pray, Lord God, and even in judging them, Lord God, we judge them unfairly trying to make our own selves look better by downing and looking at somebody else. But, Father, we come this morning. We yield ourselves to you, that you, Lord God, may see us for where we are. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for exposing us and allowing us to see who we are. And Father, as we continue to go on with you, you're strengthening us to make us who you designed us to be. And Father, as we come this morning, as we uh, commit to remember those who gave, gave and have given and given their lives, that we may have this freedom to be able to, Lord God, to be on this service this morning. There is someone protecting. Us, Lord God, that we realize that. And Father, we like to set out a special prayer, Lord God, for those who are going through, Lord God, and they're dealing with things that, that is larger than them. We pray, Lord God, that they will submit and learn how to lean on you. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, we pray, Lord God, that suicide is not an option, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord God, that the destruction of other people, uh, un, un, uncalled for, Lord God, is not an option. We pray, Lord God, as we continue to move forward in you, Lord God, that we walk in that grace and assurance, Lord God, that you are with us. That you will guide us. that we'll, That we will be that strong support for those who need it. That as we come out of the bandages, as we come out of the operation room, as you have done um, surgery to our hearts, that we may be able to witness and minister to those who have also gone through and weathered the storms. And, Father, we thank you for that. We give you grace. You give us grace, and we thank you, Lord God, for that grace you have given us. And Lord God, we thank you for. Now we come to the time that, you know, there's a lot of things in a lot of areas we could have prayed for this morning, and time um, kind of would not permit. But maybe there are some things right now that you you might want to consult the Lord about that you need to um, talk to Him about in a few minutes. Maybe there are some personal things that you can't tell Pastor Eric. You can't even tell your friend, but guess what? You can tell Jesus. He understands. And at this time, let's do it. Let's do it now your personal time of prayer. Come on, let's do it now. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for this time of prayer. Father, thank you for Pastor Harry. Thank you for the anointing that's on his life that he may bring forth that word today that would change and deliver people everywhere. In Jesus' name. Father alone will know all about it, Father alone will understand why. Cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by. Amen. Amen.
0: Mama Bell. Yes. Mama Bell, I, I have one more favor for you this morning, if you will, in a minute. I like Jesus, love me. You like Jesus, love me? Here's what you feel like. It. Don't worry about it if he
3: comes.
0: Yeah, I I to a lot of my Uh huh. Well. If I can, if you feel like it, you know, banging that in a second. Oh, I
1: got the
3: long thing. I got
0: it. I'm a, I'm taking the remote with me. I'll wear you. Use the. That's.
3: Okay, I'll be in place. I'll be in place. All
0: right, all right. I I was wondering where you were. I was looking for you. Yeah, I usually go upstairs. after
3: But no problem, no problem.
0: All right. right This morning, this morning while Mama Belle is getting in place, she's going to hit that wonderful piece on the keys. I like to do that uh, before we have a... Who went off?
3: Oh, you, oh, you want me to do it before you say anything else?
0: Oh. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna do something right here.
3: Oh, and didn't tell, somebody, tell me when. Right,
0: okay. Yeah, somebody said something went off. I didn't know what happened. Oh. Okay. I want to make sure that we were, you know, sometimes the devil get in the line. Yeah. But this morning you might have noticed the voice was missing. not because he's not here but because he and a a friend of his is in my place this morning and I took his Uh, in honor of Memorial Day and our servicemen I like to step aside and let them speak give them a voice So in just a few minutes Brother Dennis will come and he has a friend with him that will chat with us for a few moments this morning and I ask that we take time and as I said give them a voice. I don't believe our servicemen get heard enough. And I know that's a complicated issue, and that's one I've been struggling with for some time now, years, in fact, of how to properly do that. So every opportunity we get, we try to
1: uh,
0: make sure we can do that. So Mama Bell is gonna play. She's gonna remind us that Jesus loves us. Good. Brother Dennis and his guests will be heard. Mama Bill.
3: Okay.
4: Mama Bell. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. I was on good vacation. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, that's not till next week. You know, it's, uh, uh, before I relinquish my speaking a little bit here to uh, my brother, um, I'm going to remind you tomorrow, obviously it's Memorial Day, but at three o'clock. You know, it's been requested for the last couple years that you take a moment and, uh, Listen to taps or play taps or just sit outside on your porch and, or in your living room and just take a few minutes and just pray. Pray for the, uh, the remembrance, the honor, and reflection of, of what has happened and why we have Memorial Day. Um, I know in my neighborhood, my uh, vet friends and myself are going to get together and uh, we're going to have a little mini concert, so to speak, but just to remember so take that time tomorrow and do that, just for yourselves, uh, for your veterans, friends, relatives. And um, and if you don't have a relative, do it, do it for me and, and do it for Mr. Bill, who's going to come and speak. You know, um, Bill uh, lives around the corner from me, and, and I've known Bill for, I want to say, over 10 years. Um, Bill's a veteran of the Navy. He uh, was in 26 years. Okay. After that, he didn't have enough going on with him, so he uh, decided to go into the police force for a couple of years in Virginia Beach. He worked uh, uh, for uh, uh, a firefighter in the EMT over in Newport News. So he's been around the, around the Hampton Roads area. But uh, uh, actually the most important job he had uh, in the last couple of years, he worked for me for a while. We uh, shared splinters together. Uh, and I got to know him a little bit better during that period of time. Um, and I found out that he is, uh, you know, a, a man after my own heart. He has integrity. Um, and when he when he speaks, he, he, he talks the truth, and, and that's important. He's been uh, in his uh, military career. He's probably been on every continent and just about every country. Uh, never everything from uh, swimming to flying, so I'm going to turn it over to Bill for he Sherry's heart, and uh, you know, we just uh, we want to thank you ahead of time, Bill. Mr. Bill, it's so all you, brother. Thanks, Dennis. I'm doing great.
2: I appreciate that. So, as Dennis said, uh, you know, to, to fill in a few other things, I grew up in a Christian home, um, went to a Christian school. Uh, it wasn't always a happy home, and, you know, so I I had a lot of burdens in my life, and, and you know, i go to school, and the, the teachers would tell me, you know, hey, pray and ask God, and, and he'll help you. And so I would pray and ask God, you know, to help me in my home situation. It didn't seem to get any better, so my heart kind of got hard for God for a long time, and I never understood that until looking back. You know, God prepares you for what he has for you coming up in life. And he gives you the skills and the things you need to deal with certain things. And, you know, I believe he gave me those skills during that time. Um, I left home when I was 16, finished high school on my own, went to college, uh, went to OCS. I didn't really ever plan on joining the military. My father was a sergeant major in the Marine Corps, just didn't have any interest in the military. And then I ended up living in Virginia Beach in the house with a guy and we didn't really have any money or any anything to do. So he went to the recruiting office and took me along and we talked to the army recruiter and the recruiter was telling us about all these places we could go to that didn't have any beaches nearby and I grew up in Norfolk near the beach and the water, and I was like, ah, that's not for me. So I went out in the hall, and I ended up bumping into a a Navy recruiter, and he started telling me about some opportunities and stuff. And so I ended up signing up for the Navy, and I didn't really know a lot about anything, but I took some tests, and they said, hey, we got a great job for you. And next thing I know, I was off to Bud's Basic Underwater Demolition School in Coronado, California. And he got me through that. And, uh, and I went off, like Dennis said, I went to a lot of countries. I've been all over the world. I've been on every continent. Um, a lot of places nobody wanted me to be. <laughs> and, uh, and God kept me through those places. Um, it, it's an interesting life being in the military. It, it puts a lot of demands on you, but it, it, you know, puts a lot of demands on the family as well and the people back home. And, you get really, you can get really hard and, and distant from God during that time um, if if you allow it, um, because of the things that can happen, the things you see, the things you have to go do. Um, I never understood really when I first started that you know you hear people talk about the burden of command, and you know like burden of command is that just you know, a never-ending series of slideshows or uh, briefs you've got to give. But when when you do my job and and you, you become a Navy SEAL and you're in battle a lot and you see friends, I know, Dennis, a lot of you may have, you know, served in Vietnam or different conflicts where you lost people. And you know how that feels. And today, this weekend, you know, Memorial Day, we celebrate and we think about those we lost. And, you know, A lot of people, when they go in the military, they they reside themselves. That's what they chose to do. They they know that's the potential end. That's what they always say. You know, you write a blank check with your life when you join the military, and you know that. But it's still hard for those, um, you know, that have to command. And when you tell another man to take another action, and it ends up costing his life, You know, only God can give you the strength to get through that. Um, if, If you don't have his strength and his power, the heaviest weight you'll ever feel in your life is you order a man to go do something, and he ends up dying, and you're standing at his funeral, and his widow puts his arms around your shoulders and hugs you. The weight of that is like a million tons of bricks. And, and only God can keep your, knuck, your knees from buckling at that moment and get you through that. And it will bring a, a closer relationship with God and get you in a different perspective uh, when, you, when you've had to deal with those kinds of things. And so every weekend on this weekend, I, you know, I always think about the people that I lost. But obviously, you know, like the preacher before was saying, you got to think about the families as well, um, you know, this weekend that are grieving and lost loved ones. I, I know several people that are up at Arlington this weekend uh, visiting their family members that gave their lives. So, you know, it's amazing how God works through people to help get you through things. And I, I always hope that at this time of the year that God is working in these people's lives and giving them the strength um to get through giving them the healing heart to understand that their family member is in a better place in heaven and you'll see them again soon one day and if you focus on god and and keep god in your heart and so i try and think and reflect on those things um i know dennis and I have had a lot of talks about that. Dennis has been a good friend of mine, a good good echo chamber to listen and talk to because I know he understands and he feels a lot of things. And you can't discuss a lot of things when you're in the military with people that haven't been in the military or done certain things because they don't get it. So it's always good this time of year to remember to reach out to your friends. Uh, you know, we've, we've got a lot of veteran suicides. Like the preacher was saying before, you know, you go do hard things. And a lot of people come back and they don't have the support and the network to help with that. And the grief overcomes them they end up taking their lives. So, you know, we also got to pray and remember the ones that have come back to give them strength and to help them along. Because this weekend is really hard for those people. And suicides do go up this time of the year because people reflect on that and they just can't take it. So, um, anyway, Dennis, I'll give it back to you.
4: It's okay. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about um, this time of year. It's hard to reflect. And it's unfortunate the ones that don't have um, Jesus in their lives see them even harder to to deal with it you know <clears throat> um, you know this time uh, I'll often think and um, you know, talk about uh, you know who God is and, and what God does for you you know in um, ephesians 6 uh, verses 10 through 18 you know Paul talks about uh, putting the armor of God on you know and uh, you know and uh, they use that because you know people uh, could relate to what what the armor, what armor is and what it is, you know, and that's uh, that's what we had to face with you know, in the military. We had to be prepared. We had to have the armor on and and uh, understand what it took, you know that um, you know Paul talks about that you know we should uh, we we should be ready uh, and prepared. and he goes through you know the armor that the uh, uh, basically Roman soldiers or or uh, soldiers' wore Back then, and, and and what it means, uh, you know, uh, as far as you know God is concerned, and what God does for us, you know, He talks about, uh, you know, you got to have the shoes, you got to have shoes on your feet. You can't. It's kind of hard to fight if you don't have the right right shoes, or, or uh, you know, to wear. And if you're standing on rocks, you got to have something to protect you. If you're standing. In, you know, swamps, you got to have some to protect you. But he talks about the shoes being the gospel, the word of God, you know. And, uh, you know, I talk about that every week. You know, you have to stand on, you know, uh, you know, stand on the God's word, stand on the Bible. You know, um, uh, there's songs about that that we teach the children about standing on the Bible, to stand on the word of God, you know. And uh, if you have a good foundation, then you can face what what comes ahead. You know, so you got to have the shoes on, shoes on your feet, the shoes of the Word of God to face what you have, you know. And um, you know, but uh, also you put on the, you know, you got to put on the, you know, the belt of truth or, or the belt of the Word. You know, it all all works together. You know, if uh, if you don't have a belt on your pants, you may, you may be in trouble. So you know, if you put on the belt of faith and, and truth. The word of truth, the truth of God You know, you can't go, go back on that You know, it's always there for you So, you know, you can just Continue, you know To, to suit up, be ready You know um, You know, go on and on You know, you got the, uh, the shield of faith You know, do you have faith? You Do you use your shield of faith To protect yourself? You know, protect yourself from what? From the evil outside? In the world? Yeah, you know Guard, You know, protect yourself You know, ward off all the evil Evil that's around us You know, it, it's hard You know, it's hard If, um, if you're not protected If you're not, um, you know Grounded, you know So it all starts from the bottom up You know, and obviously it, You know it. Uh, it you know, you put on the helmet Of salvation You know, that's important You know, you have to have the helmet to protect you you know, I wore a helmet, I'm sure, you know, Bill wore a helmet and some kind of protection, you know, and a vest and all this sort of stuff that you put on to protect yourself. We didn't carry a shield, but we did have defense to protect us from the evil uh, projectiles or, or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, if our heart is right, then we knew that uh, we could face whatever we have to. You know, it's hard to um, imagine what... You know, everybody has uh, all, every vet that's that's ever served in the military you know has their own story some of them you know are very tragic and some of them you know are kind of uh, just different you know and everybody suffers from from something that's going on in their lives they don't have to be military it could be otherwise so you know you have to you have to start you you have to be you have to be grounded you have to start from the bottom up and if you you know use God as your you know, is your protection, you know, use his, What he provides for you to to help protect you from the world, then then things will be a lot better. You know, it's not always it's not always easy, or not always will be easy. You know, as Bill said, in the military, you had to do a lot of things and tell people to do stuff that you know wasn't um, resulted in something that's tragic, and, and then have to face uh, you know, like you said, the families of those people. Uh, you know, I, I've never was in that situation. I can't imagine how that felt. Um, you know, in his in his in his terms, or how he dealt with it. You know, and it's easy to, to run away from things, and and unfortunately, a lot of people uh, turn to drugs and alcohol to to run away from those things. You know, we have to we have to gird ourselves up. We have to prepare ourselves. And um, you know, one thing after. You know, you get prepared for battle, whether it be, you know, with the armor of the God or with the armor of the military. One of the last, the last, uh, you know, uh, what you need to do is say, okay, you know, I salute you. Uh, thank you for preparing me. Thank you for getting me ready to face the battle. You know, I'm here to do whatever you want me to do. And, uh, you know, that's the case in the military and in life. You know, when you gird yourself up in, with the armor of God and the armor of truth and faith and, and uh, stand on the the, the word, of, the God, the word of, of God, then you're ready to face whatever comes hand. And and remember that that's, that's there. It's going to protect you. It's going to take care of you. So, uh, you know, you, you have different uh, ways to, to watch and protect yourself. And the most important thing is you know, you know that uh, God is going to always be there. You know, you know that His Word is always going to be there. It's always, it's true. It's strong, and it's never going to um, leave you void. You know, and and the same way in the military, you know, you know that your 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 people, your coworkers, your uh, I don't know where. You know your fellow soldiers are going to be there for you, you know that's that's your that's your wish and your prayer and uh, you know sometimes you know, unfortunately, that's not always true, but you know that God will always be there. he's not going to leave you he's not going to turn his back on you. He's not going to fail you and and that's what you have to build your your life and your relationship on this uh, you know we reflect on this weekend, you know it's hard. Um, you know, like Bill said, we 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 know people that have uh, not survived. Um, we've seen people not survive, and, and that's something that, uh, you
3: know, God has
4: helped us to overcome and to uh, work our way through it. But, you know, we're, our minds will never forget that, and we'll always remember that. And, it, <clears throat> and that's why, you know, I asked for – and Bill asked for, you know, you remember us and remember – Remember that, uh, you know, people are suffering and people are hurting, and, and we should uh, keep keep listening keep praying. You know, uh, Bill said him and I kind of, uh, kind of bounce things off each other, and, and, you know, I'm always grateful for that because, you know, I have a, I know I have a source that uh, understands someone that will sit there and listen to me without uh, judging me and, and vice versa, and that that's the opportunity is a something that I take advantage of and, um, you know, have, have done that over the years. Uh, but it's also great to know that, you know, fellow Christians are, are still struggling, and we always will struggle. But we know that we have the, uh, the foundation, the foundation of Jesus to help us to get through everything. So as, as you wake up tomorrow and, and you know that it's Memorial Day, before you run out to buy that new mattress, before, or that new car, or just before you have the picnic in the backyard, just take a moment. Just take a moment and remember and honor those. Okay, the flags that are on the houses, that are on the uh, buildings and churches and uh, in the neighborhood, maybe on your house. Think about what they mean to you. Think about what that flag means to you. But think about, you know why it has red stripes, okay? Yeah. You know, Memorial Day started after the Civil War. and that, I mean, excuse me, after the Revolutionary War, I believe, actually. Uh, or maybe it's, it doesn't matter when, but it was started for what? For remembrance, remembrance of what happened, remembrance of those who gave their lives, you know. It, it's hard to, uh, uh, you know really realize, you know, sometimes I know in my own life I, I kind of put a shield up to to forget what, what I see or, or what I, uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know, how I, or what I went through, you know. And, and, that you know, that works for a while, but you still need to, you know, have that outlet. And and to me, that outlet is God, and that outlet is to, to talk to God about and talk to Jesus and, and ask him to help me. Help me get through the problems. Help me get through the, the 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 bad nights or the bad mornings or or maybe even the bad days, you know, or the inconsistency of people sometimes. You know, there was a time in my life when people talked about Vietnam that I would um, I would dig a foxhole and crawl into it because I didn't want to talk about that. I didn't want people to know that I was there because of the, the stigma that it, it had around it. But for whatever reason, you know, God took me out of that box and, and he wrapped his arms around me and he told me it would be okay. And that I whatever I saw or whatever I did was in the past and, and he forgave me for all that. You know, so we have to remember that. We have to renew our, our forgiveness with God on a daily basis because, you know, Satan, he, he's not going to let you forget the bad things that you've done in your life. And we all know that, you know. Every now and then something will pop up and cause you to remember that, and that's when you need to what? God, you know, I don't I don't need to remember this right now. I just need to remember who you are and that you will always love me. No matter what I did or, or how I did it, you're there now, and that's the important thing. And you'll always be important in my life, you know. And express that, not only during your time of problems, but your family's kind. you know, uplift them and and hold them. Let them know that God loves them, and he always will. God will always, always love you, no matter where you're at, what you're doing. But most of all, you know, he's there, and you always will be. You know, so if you reflect tomorrow,
3: or maybe even today,
4: you know, think about, you know, think about the people you know, you know. Um, Think about the people that have that's given so much the the silent sufferers I call them I have friends that suffer in silence and I pray for them quite a bit and I'm sure you know someone like that and they don't have to be on that to suffer in silence but they have but they can suffer with God and God will take that suffering away from them and he'll give them peace so don't forget to never stop never stop Never stop praying. Never stop lifting them up because God works and he does work and he'll work for you, you know, love him and he'll love you back. So tomorrow when you get up and you look outside and see a flag, think about what it means and think about the people that, you know, that went before us that so we can have that flag outside on our house, so we can go outside, so we can go to church, so we can say what we want to say and be who we want to be. But let's be who we need to be with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bill and myself, and uh, and I thank you, Bill, for for being here. I know it was a, a challenge for you this morning, but we love you, man. And uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And uh, have, a, have a great day. And take care. God bless.
0: Uh, I would uh, also
4: like to thank Brother Bill for coming on and
0: being with us. We have properly been introduced because Brother Dennis don't believe I need to know his friends. But um, I uh, I thank Brother Dennis For doing that And uh, Every year I don't know if people can Truly understand How hard Those conversations are for him And military people In general And uh, You know I paused there because I said I don't think. The matter of fact, I know you don't know. I know you don't know how hard it is. You think you know. You think you know, but you don't. And even people who have military people in their lives you think you know what's going on inside the head, but you don't. I can tell you sometime, I was talking to my grandmother last night, and I told her, I said, sometime I think I'm crazy. Sometime I don't even know what's going on inside my own head. And I believe that we have come to a point, at least I would like for us to come to a point where we all admit we're crazy. And that's not a dirty word. And not only that, but when we deal with our military people and personnels and things that we're praying for. You know, Pastor, Pastor Booth, i say this to you because you are closer to where I want to think than the rest. And please forgive me for
2: signaling folks out
0: But I've been in church 39, 38 years now. And Pastor Booth, you and I both know that about 90%, and that's a very high number, but if you don't believe it, go check the record. About 90% of our boys go to the military. And I can count on one hand how many times we had a military service. We don't have it. We don't deal with it. Matter of fact, most of our church folks cuss about it. Yes, our boys went over there because it was financially good for them. In other cases, it was an alternative to the alternative action but we still don't talk about it we don't deal with it we don't have programs for it I never
3: understood
0: and I want to take this time on Memorial Day to express that I don't want to preach to you I want to talk I never understood Why there's pastor's aid boards and missionary boards
1: and choir
0: anniversary and there's never been a dinner for people who gave you the right to sit there and shout and holler for half the day and night. Never
1: been a dinner. We did. Yes, we did.
0: Never been a dinner. I've been there 38 years and I would tell you that if you had one God bless your heart that was one in a million because we never had one yeah we did but I'm glad you did now you pray for the rest of us
1: because
0: I ain't mad at you I'm mad at the rest of us because we didn't have one we didn't care and that bothers me and I've been yelling and screaming about that for years Why we don't pay attention to men. Why we have not really cared about them. And so I'm thankful for our brothers and sisters coming on and our brothers, should I say, coming on and expressing themselves. And, and I will continue as long as I have the platform to focus on that. And if you had one, then teach the rest of these people how to get one. Because there's more military people and more churches that need it. And I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm fussing, but it does make me angry. There's a lot of things that make me angry. And that's one of them that makes me downright angry. That we watched them die and we have done nothing about it. So I ask you to pray over our contribution. My final thought, we're going to get ready to go. We'll let grandmother pray for us again. I let her pray because she ain't angry. But I was reading as our school shootings was happening and I was reading the young people that was growing up, coming up. And one of them actually called me today. at talk. And I asked, what you call me for? And they said, you know why I called you? I said, no, that's why I asked you what you called me for. I said, if you're the only preacher on planet Earth, they ain't going to tell me, let's pray. Because I'm sick of prayer. And I understood what they meant. Because in reality... In their eyes, in the eyes of our young, in the eyes of many. Prayers are prayed, but action is not accompanied with it.
2: So today
0: we pray for action. And again, if your church does it, congratulations. I am so happy for you. I hope they continue. Now we got 99 million more to go. So my grandmother would come to close us in prayer. And again, we thank Brother Dennis and all the other people. And I hope you didn't see that as fussing. I hope you saw that as a passionate heart. I don't got time to fuss at you. I got better things to do in my time. So please don't see what I do as fussing, but see it as
1: passion. This
0: constructive anger that I hope fuels change.
1: That's what this is,
0: my dear
3: grandmother. Gracious Father, we just thank you again for all the many blessings that you have stored upon us. We thank you O mercy, Father, that we're able to come and say thank you. Bless our nation. Bless our homes. Bless those, O oh God, that's suffering today. Bless them, God. Shine down on them. Oh God, give them hope. Let them realize there's hope in you. Let them realize that there is peace in you. Let them realize that you care so much for them. Yes, Jesus loved him. He loved us so much. He paid a dear price for us. And we must say thank you. We thank you and we praise you and we magnify your name this morning. And as we go through this day and go through tomorrow day, help us to be encouragers one to another. Help us to praise you and magnify your name. And, God, we just say thank you. We thank you for this great opportunity. We thank you because you love us. And, God, we pray that you will be with all your people, that you will magnify, they will magnify your name and give you all the honor and all the glory and all the praises. And we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Have a glorious, glorious beautiful day. May Jesus... Same.